Welcome back to the Lovey Nine to Five Show, episode number nineteen. You know, I've I've been a professor at a university. I've sold cars. I've had my own business selling horse riding equipment. I've been a marketer at a youth at risk uh, school. I mean, I have done so many weird things that seem to have nothing in common. We should all have wishes and dreams and goals. But when you can kind of put a, a a name and a face to that to that wish to that dream to that goal, and when you can see that it's actually a reality, it's easier for you to internalize that and make it a reality for yourself. Caution: You will begin to love your nine to five with this show. Join us as we explore and discover your unique strengths and learn to apply them to your daily business activities with your host, Shmuel Septimus. Welcome to this next episode of the Love Your 9 to 5 show. I'm really excited to introduce today's guest. Today's guest is Vivica Von Rosen. She's the LinkedIn expert, inspirational uh, keynote speaker listed in the Forbes 20 Most Influential People, co-founder of the Van Gresso Group, author of LinkedIn Marketing, An Hour a Day, and others too, which I'm sure we're going to learn about right now. Vivica, sure. <laughs> welcome to the show. And before we even start, do I have your name right? You do, actually. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Most excellent. people don't, so awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, so we're starting off on the right foot. Vivica, if you don't mind, my listeners don't know you. I'm just getting to learn who you are a little bit. Tell us a little bit who you are personally and professionally, how you got to where you are right now. Sure. So um, I'm a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. Um, I was introduced to LinkedIn a little over 10 years ago and immediately saw how powerful it could be. Now, this is actually before social selling and before social media because LinkedIn predates even you know Twitter and Facebook. Um, so it was a business tool for me then, and that's how I continue to use it. I've been very fortunate um, after teaching and training kind of part-time on LinkedIn, um, I was able to quit my day job and do it full-time. Wow. Um, yeah, and then the ability, you know, to having Wiley come to me and ask me to write a book and then having lynda.com come to me and ask me to do some courses, it, it, it hasn't hurt. So um, it's just been a really awesome opportunity to um, to use a tool like LinkedIn, but more specifically to be able to help people with their businesses. And, you know, whether it's a solopreneur, a serial solopreneur, um, or mm -hmm. it's an enterprise size, you know, Fortune 500 company, um, there's there's a place really for everyone who is in business to to use LinkedIn. And so I'm, I'm happy to be able to share that with people. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you for that uh, overview. Now, um, this show is for people who are already have a career and they're somewhat successful, but they don't feel like they're in their zone and they know that they have more yeah. to offer to the world. And they're trying to really try to either tweak their careers or start a business in something that, you know, that is a better fit for them and where they can really blossom and express everything that they have inside of them. So being the LinkedIn expert, <laughs> how, how do you think we can, uh, you know, LinkedIn specifically, which is probably the best platform for this, how can someone um, really maximize the power of LinkedIn to try to really make that pivot in their career? Yeah, that is such, I, I love that question. I literally just wrote a blog post on just that. Um, so, awesome. and, and I've been, right, I've been in their shoes. I was in a nine to five. Um, and while I loved the networking part of it and the marketing part of it, um, I was really a bad manager of people, still am. 
luckily don't have to do that anymore. And so for me, it was a matter of, you know, maybe I should be doing something else. But the really cool thing about LinkedIn is whether you decide to stay in your nine to five or build another business on top of that or move, you know, move over completely, there are already people on LinkedIn doing what you want to do. And that's actually a good thing, right? So you can use LinkedIn, right, to Um, If you are thinking, well, there's got to be more that I can do in my current job. Like, surely there are there are other skill sets I can bring to the table. I just don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, You could just do a search on LinkedIn. You can you can literally just go into the search engine, type in, you know, your title in your industry, um, maybe your location, maybe not, and see other people who are doing what you do. And by looking at their profile you can get a, a bigger understanding maybe of everything that your job could entitle or entail rather, <coughs> excuse me. And also, you know, what can, what, can be, what can be delegated? What do you not have to do? Being able to see what other people are doing is, is, is one way of using LinkedIn. Um, additionally, you know, you can go to the job section, same thing, put in the title, uh, put in the size of company, the industry, not that you're necessarily looking for a job, although you might find one that's perfect for you, but in the job descriptions, you'll begin to get a fuller idea of really what, what your job could possibly look like. Um, and hey, while you're looking at those job descriptions, if something pops up that you'd rather be doing, guess what? You can apply for the job through LinkedIn. And you know, and then there's the people like me who are like, okay, nine to five is good, it's steady income, but there's gotta be more to life than this. Right. Um, it was the ability to find, now no one else, not many other people were teaching and training on LinkedIn at the time, but there were other people, you know, teaching and training on networking, like Scott Allen, um, who were talking about, you know, business tools. And so I was able to look at what they were doing, speakers, authors, trainers. I could, I could look at what they were doing and go, oh, maybe there is the possibility of, of, a, of a career here. Um, and like I said, these are really, really early days. This is like 2006. So now, of course, we know there's, there's lots of opportunities for careers in social media. But back then, there wasn't. And so if you have a passion, a skill set that's not at this moment um, really well represented in the world, well, first of all, you're lucky because now you've got an amazing opportunity. So you could use LinkedIn the same way and look for people who are maybe like you, but they've got a different focus. Again, just so you can get the... Oh, You see, love LinkedIn. <laughs> I do. Oh, I, I just love hate. I'm liking it more now. I, there was a time when I was thinking we might have to break up. But uh, all right. But you, at this point. <laughs> but at this point, I love it. It's definitely um, a relationship. It is a relationship, no <laughs> doubt about it. It's got its good qualities and its bad qualities, but don't we all? <laughs> right, right. But, you know, you can use it to get the assur- to assure yourself that, that there are possibilities out there. When there's over 550 million users there are people out there that can kind of be mentors and role models for you in fact there's a there's a new mentorship program on linkedin that was just released a couple months ago so i mean there's just so much opportunity there so initially it's go to linkedin hopefully you have an account if not you have to sign in get an account but go to linkedin and start looking at what is out there what is possible for you and Wishes and dreams are great. We should all have wishes and dreams and goals. But when you can kind of put a, a, a name and a face 
to that to that wish, to that dream, to that goal. And when you can see that it's actually a reality, it's easier for you to internalize that and make it a reality for yourself. Got and it. so that's right. That's where just topically LinkedIn can be really powerful. Now, add on to that the fact that you can use it to, you know, really build your personal brand, um, build a new brand. If you don't want to be doing your nine to five, you can build the new brand around what it is that you do want to be doing, making your part time job a full time job like I did. Um, there are people out there. So if you are going to start a business, you know, there are there are vendors out there. There are strategic partners out there. There are potential um, employees out there. Um, heck, there might very well be an investor that you can find through LinkedIn. So there's people who can help you build your business. There's website developers. There's, you know, all of those people are on LinkedIn, right. easy or, to find. Or podcast hosts are on podcast LinkedIn. Podcast hosts, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's it exactly, right? So Man, that's how we, we connected. That's how we connected. You're like, I need someone to talk about LinkedIn. Here's that's this right. chick who shows. Why don't I reach out to her? And you didn't know who I was really at the time. So no, <laughs> you but your, your, your profile tells a big story. Thank you for saying that. Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. But also, thank you for saying that because, you know, when I first started on LinkedIn, I wasn't the LinkedIn expert. I happened to get the LinkedIn expert handle and the Twitter handle eventually and the Facebook handle and the YouTube handle. But I wasn't when I started on LinkedIn. And that's what I want to tell people who are listening today is you might not be at the top of your game in whatever it is that you're doing now or that you want to be doing. But again, if you visualize, not to get woo-woo here, but if you visualize that you could be top of your game and you kind of claim that space and then you, you write your profile, no one else writes your profile for you. So you can write your profile from where you want to be and kind of morph it to support your new vision. I'm not saying lie. Do not lie. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, even if you look through my profile and don't, it's like 60 pages long. It's way too long. But <laughs> if Been you there. really, like if you, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, oh my God. Um, but if you wanted to, you could see that I've, you know, I've, I've been a professor at a university. I've sold cars. I've had my own business selling horse riding equipment. I've been a marketer at a youth at risk. Uh, school. I mean, I have done so many weird things that seem to have nothing in common. And I've, if I just put like my resume on LinkedIn, you would think I was completely ADD. But what I did was go, okay, where are my strengths? Sales, marketing, networking, speaking, writing, training, you know, that, that little arena. And so what I did is I just went back through all of my past jobs and morphed them to reflect where in those jobs you know, I showed the skills and the strengths of sales and marketing and speaking and writing and training, et cetera. And so when you read my profile, suddenly it doesn't seem like I have, you know, <laughs> attention deficit disorder. Now you're like, okay, she did these different jobs, but they were all in support of who she is today. Wow. And so you can absolutely do that too, right? No matter what it is, like you didn't like plop onto your new job, like being dropped on an island you got there somehow. So just stand where you are and look back and see how you got to where you are today. But more importantly, look into the future and where you want to be in the future and how does all of that bring you there? 
Right. I mean, and what you said is is amazing because when someone has a strange, you know, trajectory in their <laughs> professional career, sometimes they feel like, "Who am I really?" And if you, yeah. if you look if you look at the resume, then you don't even know what's going on there. But you you have the ability to paint your own picture, which requires work. I'm sure it didn't just happen that. Oh yeah, I, this is this is the theme. You had to probably do some serious woo woo stuff, like you would call yeah. it. <laughs> but but once you come to the real conclusion and a theme emerges, then first of all, that's really the authentic you. You're not defined by your job description. That, that right. is who you are. And, and through really getting an understanding of what that is and sharing that in, in a professional way with the world, that's when the door starts to open. That's basically what it that, sounds like here. Is that correct? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And you're right. It's Well, first of all, my LinkedIn profile is continually morphing just because, you know, well, LinkedIn is continuously morphing. Yeah, and I still have ADD a little bit. Um, <laughs> hey, but hey, I've stuck. I think this is the longest I've stuck to anything. Uh, Twelve years on LinkedIn. So <laughs> that's good. But yeah, but you know it. But but that's absolutely true. Everything in your life always morphs. So it's not one and done for sure. But as you said, you know, if you take a little time and think about who you are and who you want to be and how you want to represent yourself, um, and and then you write that up and then you you know you take that copy and place it into certain different areas on LinkedIn, um, it can really help you to get the mental picture that you need. And additionally to that, you become more findable under what you want to be as opposed to what you were in the past, maybe, because you're using the search terms and the keywords just naturally um, when you're talking about, you know, who it is you want to be right now. And so that that helps to get you found on LinkedIn um, as you begin to build your network with people in the industry that you want to be working within or, you know, with the job titles that you want to be working with. Um, you know, it everything begins to tilt towards that that greater picture of who you are. So the branding piece and then the the connecting piece. And then finally is the engagement piece or what we call, you know, content marketing. Right. But it's simply, you know. LinkedIn is, I'm not going to call it a smart algorithm, but it has a, you know, it, 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 it has, it, it has an algorithm that okay. will look at what your profile says, who you're connected to, and it will start to offer you up content that it thinks you might be interested in. Um, and so as you begin to share that content, um, it gets smarter and smarter and smarter. And so what, again, what that does is it starts to tilt your whole profile into that space that you really want representing yourself. So it's just creating a brand, connecting to the right people and then sharing. And it doesn't have to be content you create. I mean, I get that only like 10% of us are like, Ooh, let's write a blog today or let's right. do a podcast today. <laughs> but, but, um, but you can find other people's content as long as it's not a competitor's, uh, and, and share it. Um, and that, that will begin to have an effect where people start to look at you in a different way, um, with positive sentiment around a particular area of expertise. And you might not ever write an original piece of content in your life but you share so much good stuff and you're connected with the right people and your 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 uh your profile represents you in such a way that people start to think of you as a thought leader um that's really powerful no that is now if you don't mind making this a little bit more personal sure you know you started off your career in a whole slew of other jobs that seemed (laughs) somewhat disjointed and you evolved into where you are now 
Yep. So two questions. Uh, firstly, you know, if you can tell us a little bit more about that process and, and how you were able to, you know, find what it is that really fits much better with, with who you are. And right. second, secondly, did you use LinkedIn for that? Yeah, I did. Um, by accident, kind of. All right. Tell <laughs> and, us about and, you it. Know, <laughs> and understand, I, you know, I'm a LinkedIn expert on LinkedIn, teaching and training LinkedIn. So it's, it's a little bit different for me. But um, so what I was doing, I was running a business um, center at the time. And, and we worked with a lot of, uh, I had a lot of entrepreneurs. And um, like I said, really bad at managing my staff and really bad at managing my, my clients as well. However, um, I did love the networking piece. And so how I was actually introduced to LinkedIn was I brought in a person to talk about Web 2.0. So that tells you how old it was mm -hmm. because the, the idea of the, the internet being interactive was like a new thing. Like now we go, well, duh, of course it is. But back then that was like a big deal. And so at the very end of her presentation, she mentioned this thing called LinkedIn. And as I mentioned earlier, I was like, oh, well, I could really use that in my business. We've got a strong uh, virtual aspect to our business. And and yeah, there's all these you know, 12 million people on LinkedIn. Woo. Which, which business was that at that point? Uh, so at that point, I was running a business center. Uh, now they call it co-share spacing. So uh, okay. like, or, yeah, so we're a lot of, a lot like of people we work or something have like offices. That? Exactly. Like we work exactly right. Okay. So this is again, early days of that. So that, that a lot. Sure. Um, so, and it's really just about networking. Uh, who is in your um, immediate network and your business network and your family network who is maybe doing something that you're more interested in. And so for me, um, I started teaching and training locally on on LinkedIn and uh, how to use LinkedIn in your business. And remember, like I'd been on it like five months and suddenly I was the expert, right? Because <laughs> I was yeah. five months ahead of everybody else. Um, that's all it takes sometimes. That, sometimes that's all it takes. And then uh, an association that we were actually a member of, ABCN, um, the Alliance uh, Business Centers Network, um, heard that I was doing social media and they said, or at the time LinkedIn. And they said, hey, do you want to come to New York and speak on this for us? So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so they, that was actually my first big break um, was, was flying to New York, um, speaking at the Waldorf Astoria Ballroom to oh, wow. like, yeah, like 500 million and billionaires. So like, I don't think I've ever hit that, that net worth again. But uh, <laughs> so that was a huge opportunity, but it was my immediate network. It was, and actually that was not through LinkedIn. Um, my next big step or the next big step that came. Listen, if you don't mind, I have a question about that. Yeah, the, bring it up. I, I always wondered those people who are on a very, very high level, the millionaires and specifically the billionaires, are they actually engaging on LinkedIn or for them, there's no purpose? No, some of them are, but, um, so first of all, um, all of the fortune 500 CEOs are on LinkedIn, believe it or not. Uh, now, or, you know, assistants are their administrative and executive, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> assistants helping them. Of course they are. Right. Um, my assistant, you know, my assistant manages my LinkedIn for me most of the time. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, but they are on there and there is a way of reaching out to them and finding them. Now you're not going to get on LinkedIn on the first day and have a crappy profile. And then on the second day, reach out to a CEO of a fortune 500 company and say, hey, you should totally hire me, um, that's probably not going to work. It is about nurturing those relationships. It's about solely building up to the level, uh, you know, the level that you're, you're trying to achieve as far as connecting titles, et cetera. 
Um, so, you know, you might connect with some lower level gateway people first, mm -hmm. but it's networking. So you suddenly you have access to their network. You can literally, by the way, most people don't realize, um, but when you're doing a search on LinkedIn, you can literally sort by your connections name to see who they're connected to, who have the titles that you're looking for, the industries that you're looking for, the locations that you're looking for. Whoa. So I could literally go on LinkedIn because we are, oh, I got to invite you to connect. I can't believe we're not, I thought we were connected. Oh, well, okay. I'll invite you to connect. Once okay. we're connected, I can go on to LinkedIn and I can see, you know, business owners in your network. And then I can reach out to you and say, hey, I see that you're connected to, you know, uh, Eli Goldman would love to, um, would love to be introduced to him. Would you be willing to do that for me? So it's really, really powerful. It just takes what we know to be common, good business practices, networking referrals, and it, it blows it up because we do have this virtual network now that we're working with, with millions of people. Now say that I am in my nine to five job, and I know that I have more inside of me and I kind of, I did some woo-woo stuff. So I know a little bit which direction I want to go into. Uh, how does it work with LinkedIn groups, with finding other people who are like-minded? How does that work? Yeah. So LinkedIn groups, um, <laughs> remember when I said I had a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn? LinkedIn groups used to be awesome. And, um, and then LinkedIn changed its user interface a few times. And with this latest interface change, it really took away, in my humble opinion, the functionality of groups. Now, having said that, if you are going to use groups specifically, as you mentioned, as a networking tool, you can join a group in an industry that you're interested in. Um, you can actually see who are members of that group and you can invite those members um, of that group to connect. And you do have that group in common, right? So you can say, hey, I see that we're both members of the nautical, you know, nautical sailing industries group in Australia. I'm thinking of moving to Australia. I'm a big sailor. Um, I don't, I have no idea where that came from, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm moving to Australia. Not from you know. my profile. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm a big sailor. And, um, you know, I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Maybe at some point we could have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Don't go into the, hey, let's connect on LinkedIn. Can I have 15 minutes of your time? I want to sell you something. That's the biggest mistake that people make. But, you know, identifying that you have a commonality and mentioning that at some point in the future, um, you know, maybe you could have a conversation um, and, and not going for the immediate ask um, is is much better than going into LinkedIn and trying to sell yourself. That just never works. What, so, about, what about the generic, sorry, uh, what about the generic connection request with no note attached? Don't do that? it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Now, on if you're using the browser, um, you, don't, you know, any, anywhere that you invite someone to connect now, it gives you the option of customizing the invitation. And so, um, you know, don't ever give up on that, especially if it's truly someone you don't know, and especially if it's truly an influencer. Um, I, again, I'm, I'm completely different from most people listening, but you know, I get up to 200 invitations a day. And here's my process. I look at the people who customize the invitation. And then I look at the ones who I know actually looked at my profile. Um, and I respond to them like I did to you. I, there were 198 other people who invited me to connect that day that I passed off to my assistant to deal with because they didn't customize their invitation. Mm -hmm. So 
Now, LinkedIn with its mobile app and and most people, I mean, it, it just switched over to more people use mobile than the browser. Their mobile app, you can actually customize an invitation, but it's completely hidden. Right. So if you see someone you want to connect with on your mobile app, there will be three little dots to the right of their picture, mm-hmm. um, or it might be the name. I can't remember. But anyway, it's three little dots in that top right handish corner. If you click on that, you'll see where you can click on personalized invitation. So no excuses. Now you know how. Always, always, always personalize, customize that invitation, and you know, make sure that your um, make sure that it's actually relevant to the. Per- I have people who customize invitation who tell me they can help me with my LinkedIn profile and help me generate leads with LinkedIn. And I'm like, seriously, did you read my book? Oh, you read my book? That's one of those strategies. Okay, you might want to look at my name. So, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's too funny. It's true. You know, there's a lot of automated processes out there that do it. So, you know, uh, automation has its place. But um, when you're when you're reaching out to someone for the first time, like try to make it as human as possible. Got it. If if you had to give your number one LinkedIn do or number one LinkedIn don't, what would that be? Yeah, I mean, just to just to um, just repeat what I (laughs) what I literally just said, Um, you want to the do is personalize LinkedIn as much as possible. Personalize your profile, personalize the content you share, and most definitely personalize your engagement when you're reaching out to people. The big don't is don't go on LinkedIn with a sales attitude. Go onto LinkedIn with a building relationship attitude. Um, It's not that you can't sell stuff on LinkedIn. You can, but it's only after you start creating relationships with people that you can actually go in for the ask. Got it. Um, Sales conversation. Uh-huh. Well, what and about the what about the new LinkedIn uh, video feature? How, how do you think that's coming along? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I love it because um, I'm very comfortable with video. Uh, a lot of people are using it badly, and honestly, I, I have a couple videos up there. Thank goodness they've disappeared now. Um, but I think it's phenomenal because, especially for those of you who are in a sales and marketing, own your own business, or a job seeker. Um, if you take a little time to create a video that represents you well, um, you know, uh, as women, we have to like do our hair and our makeup um, mm-hmm. with men, brush your hair, put on a nice T-shirt or a nice shirt. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, a shirt, a shirt is good. Um, don't care what your biceps look like. You got to wear a shirt. <laughs> this is professional networking. is, But um, and, and what you really want to do is whatever it is that you're talking about. You want to portray confidence um, and you want to portray not necessarily humor as and be funny, although that's always a benefit, but you want to be approachable. You want to be confident. You know, you want to be someone that people want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have to shoot 25 videos before you get one that you're like, okay, this is good. And you might want your friends to watch it first. Right. <laughs> You, don't, you know, just, don't just take out your phone to start videoing and post it like it's Facebook. Exactly. Because Got this it. is, and business people are looking at your profile. But I have to tell you, you know, the book came to me right through LinkedIn. So um, some editors at Wiley were looking for someone to write the, the newest version of, or, or a version of their hour a day series, which was LinkedIn marketing an hour a day. Um, mm-hmm. They looked at uh, several of us. At the time, there was a, a tool, um, there was a WordPress tool, and so they were able to pull in, um, I was able to pull in my blog, and they read what I wrote, and they're like, oh, she's good. 
and they reached out to me and there you go. Um, so, you know, opportunities, it's better if you are active in creating your own opportunities in life that goes beyond LinkedIn, obviously, but just, oh, they will come at you as well. And you just have to be open to them and aware that they are there. Um, so that you can make the most of them. I mean, when people ask me, like, how did you become the LinkedIn expert? How did you become one of the leading, you know, LinkedIn people in the world? It was a new technology. Who knew if it was going to take off or not? Mm-hmm. I, to some extent, recognized the opportunity. But more than that, I wanted to get out of what I was doing in my day right. job. Um, I did have some phenomenal mentors early on, people like Mari Smith. Um, and I worked my butt off. Um, and I'll add the fifth piece to that. Um, I, I found uh, someone very affordable who I could invite to, um, to, to, to do all the stuff I didn't want. So I, I, I got a personal assistant who paid for herself within the first month. And I've had her ever since. Um, and she's amazing. Um, but, but she was able to do the stuff I didn't want to do so that I could focus on the stuff that I was really good at. And, okay. and I would say five things made all the difference in the world for me. Awesome. It's a pity that we're out of time. We could do this for a lot longer, but all right, we'll do it again. We'll do it again sometime. (laughs) We'll we'll have to do that. If, if uh, just one last thing before we go, if the listeners want to follow what you're doing, what's the best way to find you? Absolutely. So I'm on LinkedIn. Um, If you just Google at LinkedIn expert, my LinkedIn profile will actually show up first. And so do invite me to connect. Please personalize the invitation um, or I won't be able to accept you. I'm at my 30,000 limit, so I'll actually have to delete some folks. So definitely customize that invitation. You can always follow us at um, our new company, Talk About Opportunities. That's a whole nother conversation. We'll have another time. But <laughs> if you go to your company, which is Ben Gresso, V-E-N-G-R-E-S-O.com, um, you can find me there. You can always email me if you have any questions, Vivica, V-I-V-E-K-A at vengresso.com. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, yep. And we've got a ton of information. Like, it's not just me. I've got four of my competitors and I, or five, well, there's five of us. Four of us got together, or five of us got together and created this new company. So think about that, too. That's a whole other conversation. Think about who, if you don't want to do it alone, who can you partner with to create a new company where you both, where you all have different strengths that support each other. But anyway, we have a blog that's amazing because you're really getting the expertise of five different people. So wow. make sure to follow our blog as well. And I'll, I'll put a link in for that too. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Vivica. This was really a lot of fun and it was a value packed uh, episode. <laughs> and I really look forward to doing this again, maybe a part two or something like that. Yeah, we'll definitely do a part two. That sounds good. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to doing a part two of this episode in the future. If you enjoyed this episode, do me this little favor and head over to the iTunes store and leave us an honest review. This will help us reach even more listeners who would benefit from our show. Thank you so much and I look forward to being with you in the next episode.